Blog Talk Radio. Hello? Hey, it's Joe. Who's calling? It's uh, J. George. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, sorry, just got. There's an issue with the with the stream, so we just got started. But uh, while it's recording, I'll I'll edit all this shit out or whatever. But give me one second. I just posted all the information, so people should start calling it shortly. All right. So, or waiting for people to call in, I guess we could talk about whatever. You got anything specific you want to bring up? Um, I I just think it's hysterical after all this time that uh, <laughs> what was it, like a year almost, right? It was exactly a year of hype and all this rigmarole uh, about the Jericho cruise and uh, <laughs> Disco Inferno. Glenn Gilberti did what was it? He didn't get a passport in time. That's from what I understand. Yeah, he uh, he didn't have a passport, and then he he was trying to get some kind of. I, I guess they're they're changing the law as far as the IDs go. So if you have this uh, this uh, special ID, that, that you're gonna need it to fly it eventually, right? So he didn't have that. He. Uh, yeah, it just things didn't work out in time. He didn't, I guess, start playing in until the, the week before. I don't know, man. I, I almost feel like he did it on purpose. I call it a conspiracy. It very well could be. Very well could you be. Know what I mean? it's, it's confusing stuff. I thought I thought they were joking around <laughs> with me at first, and then uh, <laughs> you find out that he's really not there. It's like what? Did uh? Did you see the cabin some of these guys had? No, I saw Cody Rhodes's um, what do you call it? Picture from the sun deck. Yeah, but I didn't see uh, too much. Brother. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. Nice picture. Ray Mysterio put a video on his Instagram, and he's like, you know, he's like, first of all, the thing looks like (laughs) the thing looks like a whole like house. Like he's got uh, upstairs and a downstairs. He had a grand, a baby grand piano in his uh, living room. Like what? Like two rooms, it's insane. I legit, I I was never, I wasn't expecting anything like that. Man. That's that's those guys are definitely taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I had started uh, by the time I started on the show, things were kind of already in motion. So I, I could have went uh, at one point. It was like I could have got a discount, but there's been some unexpected expenses this year, so that didn't turn out. And then like Friday. I got a text asking if yeah. I wanted to go, and I was like, uh, yeah, a little late. Like, you know, now I have to get a flight to Miami and shit. I just couldn't, I just couldn't pull it off. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to get you have to go get out to Miami. That was a big part of it. But there's always next year, so. But, uh, 
now that we're rolling here, we actually we have our first caller. Uh, caller, you are calling in from the 702 area code, and you are now on the air with, with uh, JoJo and Jay George. What's up, man? Hey, Jay George, this is... Hello? Yes, you're on. Hey, JoJo, this is uh, Mike Holder. Yo, what's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Jay George? This is Mitch Valentine. <laughs> what's going on? Nothing much, man. Um, what's going on? Um, I'm still stumped as how a person with... Uh, a high IQ and went to a private school. Actually, screwed that up to get to not get on the on the cruise. He didn't want any part of it. He knew that he was going to get trampled and bamboozled by uh, Paul Azenby and uh, Lance and Cyrus. He had the man. The man had headed out for him on that on that cruise ship. Not 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 only that, but reneging on the uh, on the bet. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, yep, and and screwing and screwing uh, his lordship out of his Hall of Fame uh, inductee. So, you know, I, I think I think we should I think we should heckle him on this week's show if he's available, or if uh, he'll he show his face. He's not well, this week's uh, release. This week's release is going to be some audio from the crew because they did a live podcast. Or they did they did a live podcast. Uh, also, by Eddie Guerrero. I think it was Kona and Ray and Chris and uh, I'm, I'm not sure who else. But uh, we'll have some of the audio from that. We'll have the, the leftovers from the Vince Russo and Jeff Lane conversation from last week. But Next week we'll return with uh, with Di and we'll find out what what exactly happened and what what was going on there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll let him off the hook. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, Joe, are you still coming to uh, Vegas uh, next month? Uh, looking less and less likely, unfortunately. Uh, all right, man. I'm not sure, but it, yeah, it uh, some things came up and. Uh, you know, took took some of the finances out of the situation that I was going to need, but it, it's it's like a fifty fifty at this point. What are the? Would you know when the tapings are for Impact offhand? Are they later in the month or are they coming up soon? Um, I thought they were come later in the month. Yeah, I thought they Not were later sure. in the month. No, I mean uh, the last tapings were not that long ago, right? They were a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two or three weeks almost, right? I don't even know. Time doesn't matter anymore. doesn't exist. <sighs> Let me see. Impact Wrestling live in Vegas, Samstown, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, it's like next week. Oh, yeah. it's next week. Oh, yeah. wow. The taping right, start on, on the 11th, yeah. So uh, not not as likely as I would, I would like it to be, but we'll see. I mean, if not for that, I will get out for something else soon, definitely. You know, if you're, you're in – how long have you been in Vegas now? Uh, it's been about a month. I started my new job yeah. uh, last month, so I've gotten acclimated. Um, you know, got my stuff together, um, planning for this wedding. So, yeah, I've, yeah. Just let me know when you're. Just let me know when you're out here, man. I will. I, I was gonna say you could always go over and uh, bust Disco's chops or missing the cruise. I believe. Oh, he is trust me. So. <laughs> trust me. That is a that is, that that is a scheduled uh, run-in. I'm not even gonna tell him when. I'm not gonna tell him where. Uh, it, I will not call him for the limo. I will just show up, and uh, yeah, as soon as he comes don't give out, him any he'll warning, headbutt him. Sometimes when he gets warning, then all of a sudden the people that go there they they mysteriously can't find it. So you know, you got you got to be careful though, so you don't get uh, eighty six. Oh, okay, true. I yeah, I, I'm, I'm not trying to get eighty six. Yeah, 
At which point you could tell him you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm at work right now, but I wanted to call you guys, uh, say what's up, and uh, hope to see hear yeah, from man. you guys soon. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. All right, man. Joe. Thanks for Later. calling in, brother. Nice right. talking to you. Later, Mike. All right, Jay. So, yeah, since we were talking about the, uh, the impact tapings come up in Vegas, uh, you were in the area for the impact tapings that were in uh, New York, right? How was all that? How were the shows and everything? What did you do up there? They were right right in the backyard, you know what I mean? Um, I will, I mean, it's just, it was, it's pretty cool because, uh, like, MLW oh. was here recently and then, and uh, then you had impact and you kind of see, uh, you start, I don't know, you start realizing how he, uh, how easy it is or how, not easy, but how accessible a lot of these things uh, can be for, for like a wrestler at the level that I'm at. Um, so it was pretty cool to be able to go there. It was, I, I had uh, helped out with some stuff at MLW doing like some uh, running some stuff. I took a, Conan to the airport Um uh, Conan kind of invited me to come back, come out for the impact stuff. But then I also uh, went there to help out with, uh, I, it was kind of like doing extra work, you know, like I did uh, Scott Demore use me for like a bit to help do some security for a segment, you know, when they were dragging out, uh, Eddie Edwards was dragging out Moose. So he, you know, so I got in a, a little bit of that there. Um, but other than that, no, it was a really cool experience just kind of seeing everyone and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot more, like the more and more uh, time passes, the more and more familiar faces you see at like these TV tapings. And it's really cool to see because uh, it goes like, again, to show you how accessible uh, these things can be. Yeah. Yeah. Conan did mention it on the show that uh, he may, you may have uh, shared some, some goodies with him uh, when you saw him as well. Absolutely, man. It's Conan. So we always have to take a trip to Iran. And uh, yeah, man, that was, it was a great time. I mean, that was a big part, actually, was going there and uh, getting to uh, hang out with Conan some more and stuff because he doesn't come out to the area that often. And, you know, so it's, it's always good to be around uh, him. And then, like, of course, all the people there uh, backstage, too, like that. It's like there's a lot of far-reaching connections and stuff, you know. Did you wind up uh, finding him a better place to eat? Because I know the last time he was there, he wasn't uh, very happy with the, with the quality of the pizza that he got. No, and you know what's funny, too? I think I actually ended up eating at that pizza place. But I found this spot Same place. where they – I think I, I, I think so because it, like, it was the only pizza place like within walking distance. Um, but it's funny enough, though, because I found this spot that, like, looks from the outside – and, and the inside, too. You go in, it looks exactly like a, a Chinese restaurant. And there's even, like, a, a Chinese lady working at the register. But they all all they sell is, like, Mexican food, like tacos and stuff. And, uh, I mean, the food, I, I enjoyed it pretty pretty well. But it was, I thought it was hysterical, like, just, like, the setup of it, you know? Um, but, yeah, no, I, yeah. Didn't get, I, get, I, didn't, I didn't get too much of a chance to, to go out to eat with Conan uh, this time around, so. So the idea was, uh, and as we're waiting for, for some more folks to call in, that we we're going to talk about uh, evolution from last night. Did, did you wind up catching the show? Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually watching uh, some of it back just to kind of uh, – I some stuff I thought was worth going back and taking an extra look at uh, on a, one particular match, which was the uh, last woman standing match, which I thought was phenomenal. Yeah, I missed I, – I was at my friend's house watching. I actually fell asleep which had nothing to do with the show, just with myself, <laughs> just being exhausted. <laughs> and, uh, 
did see the last two matches, and uh, yeah, the last woman standing match. Although I think there's a little, you know, it's like people make the joke, you know, if the match is in Japan, it gets a higher star rate and stuff. So I think some of this stuff's being a little overrated because it's it's the women's only pay per view, and and people just they want to push it so bad and make it sound like you know it was the greatest thing. And I thought it was good, but some of this internet hyperbole, I think it's a little bit, I don't know, a little bit overkill. I, I don't know. From what I've heard, I've he- I haven't heard too much anything really gotten overrated from, from I mean, at least from my vantage point and everything I've seen was like pretty much exactly what it was. And I mean, like, we can go through that as we go run down the show, you know? Yeah. And you can well, tell uh, me which matches you thought was uh, overrated. No, it's not. I, I don't think, you know, not like overrated to that extent just you know you're seeing things on twitter where it's like greatest pay-per-view of the last 10 years and it's like all right slow slow down a little bit i mean it was good but and this i think there's right. like, uh, like a rivalry it's just like, like segments of internet fans of course yeah i mean but, and, and that's just yeah. like a big part of how wrestling twitter is you know you're gonna have uh people coming in from all sides and I, for me i think like part of it too as well as like um this being something, I guess, very historic for WWE, and it's such a unique new thing that a lot of people were experiencing together, obviously, like, has a big role in it. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I don't know. I Like I said, I, I mean, I, I thought it was a great show, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't really have any problems with it. I, I did enjoy it for what it was. Now, do you think, uh, and I'm, I'm about to take a, a, a caller here, but do you think, uh, like, a lot of the – the negativity on Twitter as far as, hey, they only did this because of the Saudi Arabia backlash coming up. Do you think that that had something to do with it, that they're just they're airing this all women's favorite to kind of make it up to them? No, I think they were always going to – this was always going to be the direction probably going back two, two, three years whenever they really started putting this in motion. Like, I really – and you could see just the way – it's all just a natural progression, right? Like, you had the first uh, woman money in the bank, and then you had the first women's uh, – uh, Iron Woman match, and then the first, uh, you know, Royal Rumble. So I think it was just like a natural progression of like, oh yeah, no, they're, you know, and then the next one, you know, is going to be, uh, which one, you know, was going to main event WrestleMania. And honestly, this year, like, I could honestly tell you, uh, Charlotte versus Rousey at this point, I don't see why couldn't it be a WrestleMania main event? You know, why not? If the, no, and I, I agree. Think I, and I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do. with with their current politics either. I think it's just, again, the natural progression of where, you know, how these, how these things have been evolving. Plus once they, once they brought Rousey in and signed her, I think that the logical thing to do is to try to take advantage of that drawing power too. If they're going to try to springboard the women and have their own show, having her on top is a, is a logical thing to do. Yeah. And honestly, that, that match they had at WrestleMania could have easily main evented. I mean, compared to everything else on the card oh, yeah. and stuff, really, it was the one of the most anticipated matches. It was one of the most. Uh, I thought it was probably the best match overall of the of the night that night. Well, we have a uh, a call here six zero nine area code, and uh, you are now on the air from the six zero nine area code. What's happening? Boom, bab, it's your boy. What's good? I hope I can use this because his first name is my last name. MLJ, <laughs> what's poppin'? Oh, shit. in the fucking house right now. Now it just got official, man. I have to put my fitted cap on. 
Uh, yeah, you, don't, you don't even have to do a full fitted. Uh, you can put on a dad trucker hat. Uh, MLJ all about the vintage. You know that. Uh, you know what I mean? You had to get bougie. Uh, Emil, you know what I mean? Emil, Emil getting dressed up. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you know this, but Emil had quite the success today on uh, on Reddit, rocking rocking the three piece suit, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah I, saw, of, I saw uh, a lot of. Um... Nah, you know, I saw, I saw a lot of that Twitter. Thirds. I, I was rocking <laughs> the two thirds because I didn't wear the jacket. I just wore the vest and the um, I just wore the vest and the slacks with it, because uh, uh, you know I was uh, I felt like being a little bit more mobile if I needed to be. You know what I, I mean? Like sometimes, sometimes you go out there. And you're like, you know what? I might need to be a little bit more mobile. And uh, Emil, now, know? I, I haven't, I've never seen you manage before. What, who, who would you say you uh, model yourself after, manager-wise? Like, where, what do you, what do you, who are you picking the little pieces from? I'm curious. What's your style like? Oh God, like I think I've just taken a little piece of just like, kind of every, like no, no, give me some, I some tried. Favorites. Like, okay, no, but seriously, like, I've watched and studied a lot of professional wrestling in my day. So, like, I don't dub this from this guy at this point in time. But, like, a lot of it's I know there's, like, like there's implements of uh, Cornette there. There's implements of uh, J.J. Dillon, I'd say. Um, like, I try to be a little, like... Like, I'd like to be pipsqueaky like Jimmy Hart, but with my size, it's not really possible because, like, I'm a lot taller than, like, I feel like, well, at least in terms of how wrestling is presented now, like, I don't really know how tall Jimmy Hart was, but he appeared to be shorter than a lot of the guys that he managed, whereas, like, Slick was tall for his era and I feel like I'm tall for my era and a little bit more lanky. So like I'd like to say Jimmy Hart, but I feel like it'd be more like slick in appearance. Okay. Um, I actually like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, and, and then like there's times where, um, that, uh, one time I managed in, I managed a tag team match in like 2013 when uh, I I did a shot for uh, NWA Coastal or whatever the fuck it was called. Ooh, I don't know. Can I say the F word? Is that cool? Yeah, you, yeah absolutely. All right, cool. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> uh, just, well, we're supposed to be talking about the women' forgiveness. Pay-per-view evolution, but we were we just got into a little bit of the evolution of MLJ. But, but I believe, right? You have your own podcast on the Creative Control Network, right? Yeah, yeah. We, no, not, we watch stuff and things. Yeah, we. Uh, but uh, like once a week now, I'm putting I'm putting one once along out on on the regular Creative Control feed, and then a few times a week. Other than that, where we're doing it on Patreon at patreon.com slash Feeney, trying to get it going a little bit. We watched a, a 1998 WWE Saturday night tonight that I'll be up shortly. It actually was main event at my Conrad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was main evented by uh well no, well actually the last match was like uh the Giant versus the Power Company. Oh, yeah. But like the, power the last competitive match the last competitive match had Conan in it. But also <laughs> on the show was uh the Barbarian versus Bobby Eaton Bobby Eaton and uh like yeah. just check out that show. It was really good. But uh yeah, like uh long story short, like I saw Uncle uh, Uncle Zeb, or like what was his name at the time in 2013 when he was with like Jack Swagger? Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. Yeah, he did a. Uh, there was a house show in Atlantic City like a couple months prior where he was uh, at ringside, and there was something that happened where he pounded on the mat one time too many, and then Chris Jericho. Stomped on his hand or whatever at one point. So then, like, yeah, he had his hand just sitting there. And then he stomped on his hand. And then whatever happened. And then Zeb tried to pound on the mat to get, like, support for his guys again. And then as he pounded the mat, he sold his hand because it just oh, got great. stomped on. And uh, I was like, yeah. oh, shit. That's awesome. So then I took that to the NWA Coastal Show. Uh yeah. Like in two thousand thirteen. So like I don't know, maybe I I maybe I have to throw Dutch Mantel in there too because I yeah. literally stole something from him two months after I saw it happen. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like yeah. I yeah, he I, I feel like he's definitely a guy that would probably have influenced me as well. Have you ever checked out either one of his books? Um, I know. I you guys. For, for Dutch Mantel, have you ever checked out either of his books? I don't think I – no, I don't think I own either of them. No. And, and you know, one's – Are you all right? Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I remember wanting to throw them into my Amazon uh, gift wish card list. or wish list or whatever the fuck, uh, shopping card or whatever the hell. Whatever it is responsible uh, adult human beings do and they say, I want something and I just buy it on Amazon <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of saying, right. hey, somebody buy this for me. Uh, yeah, if I want it, I'll just go buy it because I have a job and I can support myself. <laughs> go figure. Sure. Um, uh, so then I'll, I I bought uh, a couple of things. Uh, wrestling book-wise, Dutch Mantel was, like, almost, like, always, like, ah, oh, I'm going to get it this time, but then, like, I saw a DVD that I would throw in or I saw like (laughs) where my dad was like, Oh, get me this thing. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll get this thing. You know, like it was always something. I'm a lot like that right now with uh, Gary Hart's book because I've heard nothing but great things about it. And have you read it, Joe? Yeah, I have have the PDF. You want it? Oh, I didn't. I, I have the, I have the PDF. It's sitting in my Google Drive. Okay. I just never got oh, okay. gotten around there to reading it. But it's, it's yeah, really good it. though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Him, I have a hard, I have like, a hardback I, copy. I'm that thing's probably worth seven hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, but we actually we had another. 
let me throw the next caller on here. Um, let me see see what you guys think of this because I don't see a phone number. It's all ones, so it's like one 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 one. I feel like we're getting we're getting a block call here. So let, let's see who we got. Oh, it could be the it could be the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. It could be Cisco calling uh, from an undisclosed location. Might be one 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 area code. You're you're on the air right now. Who do we got? You are on the air. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I thought. He's silent. He's quiet because you know he just got called. He just got called out from calling from a black. He's uh, on. Whoever it is, they're they're definitely on. No. No, they're not. They're still. I I don't hang up on them at the station right now. They could they could be uh, uh, pirating the show. Oh, jeez. Hang up on that. Yeah. That's too bad. What? Whoever that was, I'm sure they had something interesting to say. All right. So, WWE Women's Evolution, the first uh, all-women's uh, pay-per-view from uh, the uh, WWE aired this past Sunday from Nassau Coliseum. Yes. And uh, I, the dark match was... Rhea Ripley versus Dakota uh, Kai. Uh, missed um, it. I enjoyed both. But what? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was a dark match, so we all missed it. No, so oh, I can't really I thought, yeah. So they didn't do anything on the pre-show? Not from what I understand. Oh, was it a pre-show? No, I, I thought that was pre-show. on the pre-show. Was it? Emil, did you see it? No, I don't know. I, I didn't start watching. See, see what happened was... Um, uh, yesterday, Sunday, I had to, uh, uh, I had a meeting with my cousin at the bar and we were right. hanging out from like six to seven and like six fifty five came around and my cousin was like, oh yeah, we should probably go. You wanted to go watch a pay-per-view at seven, right? And I said, well, because uh, my mom was off work. And my mom is really invested in women's wrestling in WWF. Go figure. Oh, right? that's nice. Uh, so it was like, you know, it got to the point of like 6.58. I called my mom and said, listen, uh, do you want to watch pay-per-view? And then she was like, oh, no, dad's still watching the TV in the living room. So, like, whatever. But dad was watching this drag racing. You know what I mean? It's tis the season for drag racing, I guess. I don't know. My parents are weird. Uh so then I'm like, all right, cool. So then I said to my cousin, I said, hey, we can stay for another beer. Uh, we might as well. So then we order another beer. I turned on my WWF Network, the award-winning one, and uh, we watched the show from there. So I don't know if the Rhea Ripley-Dakota Guy match showed on the pre-show or not. I didn't tune in until, like, 7 o'clock on the dot. Yeah, I would have missed that. Wow, interesting. Joe, take us take us through the opening match. Oh, well, you had, uh, you had Trish Stratus and Lita uh, against Mickey yeah, James and Alicia Fox. Uh, you know, uh, Alexa Bliss got pulled from the match. Some kind of uh, concussion issue, I believe. So Alicia Fox got slotted in there. As a shoot, and I say this in all seriousness, Alicia Fox um, has probably one of the best uh, Northern Lights suplexes in the business. <laughs> She does. And watch her know. watch her like suplex. The bridge is on point. Like you can't even question that, Emil or anybody. It, it takes it takes someone it. who's 
Got him. Go, go, go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead, Joe. Because no, I really it, need it, a little it, bit it, of time. It takes uh, someone with talent to be around for, you know, she's been around, what, at least 10 years, maybe 11, 12? Like, she's been around yeah. a long time, so that's, that's not an accident. No, not at all. And there's there's a reason she was the girl they put in there to 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 work with the tough enough girls on that and with, you know one of Rousey's first matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now it's my turn to talk about Alicia Fox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you, I don't know what anybody thinks, but honestly, Alicia Fox, uh, if I had to quantify it. She would be no lower than top seven of my favorite WWF performers within the past uh, ten years. Quite honestly, which I could I could agree I wow. I could agree with, but that, but no, that's not a knock. I mean, you just look at the talent pool and and, and who gets you know uh, the talent pool and, and who and, gets to shine on TV and stuff. And that's you know that's a fair assumption to make. I mean, she's been there for a while, but she was never the the, the top girl. You know, she's a utility. Yeah, and never the post. No, I don't. I, 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 I don't mean that in terms of top seven women. I mean that right, in terms of top performance. seven overall main roster. Uh, yeah, Alicia 100%. Fox is legitimately one of my most enjoyable professional wrestlers. Uh, within the past decade because, A, everything she does is believable. Her character, like, is just completely <laughs> unhinged. Anything goes. Um, it's all believable. She, like, it, it, like, she's just nuts. And it's fucking great. I love it. And, like, you, like, Basically, like it's it's everything you want her character to be. She's so fucking off the wall. You never know yep. what you're gonna get, um, and that makes it believable. Secondly, um, yes, Jay George, her Northern Light Suplex is a thing of beauty, um, but beyond that, she executes a number of things just beautifully well like remember when she was doing those like tilt-a-whirl backbreakers and shit yeah yeah like like she is just like when it comes to execution she's very good at that and then thirdly um she's very long in terms of body uh, right. Not just in terms of torso, but also in terms of limbs. So she knows, yeah. and she works her body. She knows how to work her body. That when she gets getting taken over with anything, she flails her limbs in such a way that even a simple snapmare looks like the craziest fucking move. <laughs> and in. And in that match, especially against Trish Stratus, when Trish was doing her, oh, shit, I can do a lot of good technical chain kind of wrestling things against Alicia Fox. Alicia was throwing her limbs all around while Trish was doing that shit. And I was like, this is just perfect professional wrestling right here. 
is just making the most out of kind of the least. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so theatrical. But at the same time, it's just not really all that much. Right. No, it's, well, we and got and that's a, why, you know. To interject real quick, we do have a caller waiting on the line. It's that 111 number again. Maybe it's the same person. Maybe it's not. But they are connected right now. If you're calling from that uh, 111 area code, you're on the air. Yes. Joe, I take time out of stocking Whole Foods shelves, protesting at Taco Bell, and waving Uh my Captain America panties out there in the world, and you hang up on me. Joe, Joe, hey, Joe. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We answered. This we answered and you didn't say anything. I don't know. are the intern, Joe. <laughs> oh, I no. You muted me. You did not let me talk. This is a conspiracy. I know it. It could be. Podcast I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies going promos. on around here. Let's cut the podcast promos. What's oh, up, MLJ Jay calling George? you back. What's going on? Jay George, I just want to say I'm a big fan of yours and the way you took Thanks. down Bitch Valentine. Hell yeah. Deserved yeah. it. Oh, no, 100%. He had it coming. Yeah. I mean, uh, between you taking down Bitch Valentine, the women's event yesterday, it's, oh, I just it's a wonderful time. to say, it's, it's I mean, I was fired by the Juggalos. My life has been in shambles. I can't get booked anywhere. I can't even (laughs) buy my own ticket to go somewhere. But the women yesterday, they gave me hope. They really did. This is uh, Kevin Kevin Gold's Whole Food. And uh, what did you think of the opening match? Kevin Gold? That's exactly correct. Kevin Gold at Whole Whole Foods, guaranteed. The opening Uh, matchup. Yeah, Uh, Trish, Lita versus who? Who? Um, Trish, Lita, and Alicia versus Alicia Fox, and uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna just say this: if Lita's gonna wear the whale tail, she needs to not wear the shirt over the top. Either that, or you're just too old (laughs) to do it. But I still gotta respect her. She's a vet. She makes me happy. I'm not gonna lie. I I may have touched my zucchini last night thinking of the women out there and, and how they inspired right. me. That's I think that's not, I mean, uh, you're, I think you're missing the point. You're supposed to respect no, their no, athleticism. Was, I, I respect their athleticism, but I also, I respect that they respect their bodies. It's very <laughs> respectful. Bad content. You know, you've had an, you've had a, you've had an offer all this time to, to join the creative control network. And yet I haven't heard back from you. Well, I do a myriad of things. From my yeah. pawning off lunches off of Rockstar, hanging out with Mickey mm-hmm. and Minnie, trying to at least get a picture with them, protesting Uber, um, watching people on the street, and then giving my hot takes like earlier. I don't know if it's appropriate, but I saw a white person yell at a black person, and I was, I was very afraid. Very, oh boy. very that, afraid. I thought something was going to go actually down. Happened. That was outside yeah. of a whole food, wasn't it? 
It was right outside of my Whole Foods. They called me. Unbelievable. They came in. They said, Kevin, come outside. And I went out there and I said, guys, we don't have the oranges to take care of this. We got to go back inside. <laughs> well, I don't have a lot of time because uh, I have to go back to work. But I will say yeah. that the presentation of the show could have been a little bit better, honestly. Oh, I've seen geez. some indie shows that look better. They didn't even have a full guardrail up. I didn't really like the stage, but I like what the women did. I'm a big fan of women. Not Nia Jax, but I'm a big fan of women um, in general. Right, right, of course. Yeah. So. Well, uh, we're all happy did it. you protest. I'm ex- we're happy that you protest uh, and stand up against Uber. Although Uber, thankfully, uh, does uh, provide MLJ with rides home. Uh, when he needs them, so we do need them around for that. Never that. Good. Uh, my my rating isn't very good lately. Um, I think I'm at like a minus two stars, mainly because my big ass head can't fit in the door, and my <laughs> teeth kind of leave a film on the back of the seat. Oh, oh boy. See, yeah, that's gonna get you a low rating. All right, Kevin. Thank you very much for that verbal colonoscopy. Uh, Tremendous. Take care. Thank you. And I hope you Thank end you, on, Mr. George. I hope you end on your feet there, all right? Thank you, Mr. George and uh, Mr. Feeney. Yes, sir. Yeah. Keep it up. We'll be in touch. Thank you very much. From all the right. produce section with Kevin Go. Well, star-studded affair so far. <laughs> where's, the, where's the kazoo for that? That, that whole thing. Was <laughs> that guy, damn it. I, I, should, I should have one. That that guy is a fucking clown. Never had no, me on this yet. Not a fan of, of as, Kevin Cole for Whole Foods. Yeah, no, that guy is a fucking clown. I don't like it. Like, yeah. Anybody that follows me on Twitter knows that like I reserve clown for uh, special people. Um, I don't necessarily call everybody a fucking clown, but if I call you that, like, Ain't no coming back from that. Uh, the guy's a fucking clown. I don't like him. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry. I'm not following him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. He said. He said. Are you? Uh, he's assuming you're not following him on Twitter. <laughs> and if um, you were, it's fine. On a positive note, though. Emil, yeah. did you pop a little bit when? Uh, you had a little moment with Oscar and uh, Alondra Blaze. Yeah, that was pretty neato. Uh, you know what? Like, I thought that was like uh, I thought that battle royal was the most cutely booked battle royal they've ever <laughs> done in their life. Uh, it was. They did, like, yeah. Every cute spot possible. Like, I thought I I honestly thought they kind of overdid it with the cute spots. Honestly, like. They kind of did, like, every possible thing that they could do. You know what I mean? Like, there was just, just, like, a lot of points. I was like, ah, I see what they're doing there. Ah, I see what they're doing there. Ah, I see what they're doing there. Ah, that's pretty neat. Ah, that's cute. You know what I mean? And there was, like, so many of those. And I was like, ah, all right. And then, um... I mean, I guess of the match was to get over, we're going to do, like, cute moments, and then it built to the double Romans. 
I'm like, yeah, I guess. But, like, that's right. pretty presumptuous. You know, so, like, I can't really make that claim. But, I mean, it is what I, I thought I, I had in my head. I did enjoy, I thought one of my favorite parts was actually before the match even happened was, uh, I don't know, I'm a huge fan of, of Peyton and Billy. I think they're, like, tremendous on the mic and stuff, and the way they play off each other is, like, really great. Um, and I Who's really that, the iconic? Yeah, and I thought, because, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was, like, they didn't need to do anything else after their promo, like, so that them getting eliminated right away wasn't, like, a big deal, and I thought. Yes, no, they, but you know what, though? They needed to be eliminated as soon as that, as soon as they got into the ring, because yeah, they, weren't gonna they are god-awful in the ring. Whoa. I will go on record on saying that. I have seen multiple matches of them on national television on the USA Network, on SmackDown Live, and thinking, this is embarrassing. How does anybody think wow. that this is okay to put on national television? That's multiple pretty... I don't, I, don't hear you, I don't hear you bury anyone too often. Uh, no, because I try to keep it positive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, their characters are strong, yeah, sure, but they are the most physically awkward. Um, just uh, it, 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 every time I see them in a match, it doesn't look like they've ever been in a ring before. And if that's what they're going for, then yes, they are the best workers in the world. But if that is not <laughs> your intent, you are just intensively, awkwardly, distractingly bad in the ring to me because of the way you utilize your bodies. Like, nothing looks natural the way that they do anything. It's just fucking bizarre. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just look at them and I'm like, what the fuck? are these kids doing pretending like I listen you've seen the clip go around multiple times of those two middle eastern kids in the living room in the yeah. jean shorts <laughs> and and they're running spots they look 100,000 times more polished than both Billy Kay and Peyton Royce put together i'm sorry all right, well, uh, Emil, who, uh, what, uh, who are some other competitors in there that you, you did enjoy, uh, and you do enjoy the work watching for, and uh, how did you Ivory. think they did the match? Ivory, for sure. Ivory, in, in, yeah. In, in, in the Battle Royal, or yeah. just in general? In the Battle Royal. In the Battle Royal, yeah. Like, who uh, did well, who you thought could have done better, or whatever? Um, well, also, uh, at some point during the Battle Royal, I kind of decided to finish up my bar tab, go to the bathroom, and then travel back to my house. Because <laughs> I was at the bar still watching. I watched the opening match on my phone, and I watched most of the Battle Royale on my phone at the bar while there's yeah. football on on the screens. And I'm like, no, I'm going to sit here and watch my WWF, and you guys are going to be cool with it. And everybody was, because everybody, because when I go to this bar, mind you, when I go to the bar in my hometown, 
my cab name is WWS. You can't uh, make that up. You should have like, said it should be like, no, it should be like Titan Towers or something like that. So you could say you put it on Titan Towers, Dad. Dude, but it hasn't <laughs> right. been WWS. It hasn't been WWF in over 16 years. And I still have WWF swag. It's fucking crazy. I love like, it. that to me, that to me is cool. No, I can respect uh, that like 100%. But uh, in, in, in the Battle Royal, like, you know, I I I kind of liked uh, I liked I liked the uh, double Roman deal like that was cool. But like Nia Jax is like so much better than uh, Tamina Snuka is, and it's never been uh-huh. a competition. Um, no, not even close. No, Tamina Snuka has never ever been good. Uh, but no. I also liked how. Uh, uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose worked together for a lot of the time in the early going, but I thought it was outrageously stupid that at the first possible time, one of them was like, I'm going to eliminate you, everybody for themselves, even though there's so many other people in the ring right now and we could really benefit from each other's help at this point. That was incredibly dumb. That was well, so if, fucking dumb to me. What if, um, what if it's like maybe you're seeing this person get all this momentum and then you start realizing, you know what, they're going to be a threat. Better. I don't know. Whatever. It's whatever. I have not did, always did you see? Did you see how many other people were in the ring yes. right now yes. at that no, point right. in time? That was not you're the right. time and it was not the place. It was poorly <laughs> timed. It was very yeah. bad. It was bad psychology. Very bad. Sorry, whoever put that together in the WWF, but I'm calling you out. It was fucking no, bad. I, I think I'm, I'm sorry. I realized at that I point that I didn't know the difference between uh, Mandy Rose and Liv Morgan. I was I kept getting confused. I didn't know who was who. I kept saying Mandy Rose is the one who uh, Brie Bella kicked, and, and Liv Morgan was the one that dated Enzo. I had no idea what was going on. Which one's which? They they seemed a little interchangeable to me. Um, I don't know. I, I can't agree with that one. They're completely different characters, I'd say. <laughs> yes. I uh, must not be watching. I, I thought an incredible line of commentary from uh, Renee Young, I think it was. Um, you know, I, I, I'm go- I'm, it's not going to be verbatim, but paraphrasing, it's like, what if a Lunder Blaze win this, wins this battle royal? What happens to the future of the WWS? <laughs> and, and that to me was just like, what the fuck? What a, what a, what a reach! Like, <laughs> like, but at the same time, I very much appreciated it because if I was to call a, um. Uh, of fucking veterans of the combat zone battle royale, you best believe I would do my best to do that same thing. You know, yeah. what would happen to the future of CCW if Lord Everett DeVore wins this battle royale? <laughs> um, probably nothing, but at least the thought is there. Um, I don't necessarily see a Lunder Blaze coming back full time. Or even if she won the fucking deal, she would be like, you know what? I won. 
but uh, I, I probably I go shouldn't wrestle Ronda Rousey for the belt. That's true. Well, she could challenge uh, Becky. And that's probably not even a good idea either. Man, so, that would have been a good match, though. Are you kidding me? I mean, it would have been a good match, but, like, if I'm 50-plus a under Blaze, I'm going to be like, you right. know what? Um, <laughs> I'll just take the cash prize for this Battle Royal. Uh, if you would like to give me any cash considerations for, in lieu of the uh, title match, that would be great, but I'm just going to see myself out now because I'm over the age of 50. Um, Becky Lynch just <laughs> did a whole lot of shit, and uh, Ronda Rousey right. is the baddest woman on the planet, so I'm just going to go ahead and go. Go. Joe, what do you th- what do you think about the uh, battle royal? It was uh, I kind of feel what Emma was saying that he he chose that time to to close this tab and, and roll out because to me it was a foregone conclusion that that was going to be the Nia Jax uh, showcase where she was going to win. So since I was pretty well aware of where they were going to go with it, I just I wasn't looking at the screen that much. I was looking at my phone. I was talking to my friends, whatever. Because I knew where it was going to go. Now, it, 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 you know what? It was a good scene. But, but before yep. it gets uh, a little bit buried by way of Joe, I do want to say, mm-hmm. though, that in terms of WWF Battle Royals, this was one of the best WWF Battle Royals of that they've ever done because you got a lot of uh, satisfying spots you got a lot of um, history that was played up on. You got a lot of, you, you know, you, you just had a lot of things that worked in this entire battle royal. Um, you know, Ember, Ember and, Moon yeah, finally getting a win over Oscar there was a nice moment. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Um, and but you know, to, to me, the Sony Deville Mandy Rose thing happened way too fucking early, though, for that to be a yeah. thing. That 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 was yeah. inexcusably yeah. early. Because I remember when that, like, as soon as it happened, as I watched it at the bar, I was like, "That was stupid. Why would you do that now?" Right. You. you, um, you there were there were twelve other people in the ring. You could have used that help for. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah. I, I did yeah, think Ember yeah. shined pretty well towards the end, and she uh, she looked like she came off like a star there, with based off the crowd reaction. She was like, I think got one of the biggest reactions that that whole match. So. Oh yeah, she's definitely a star. Yeah, she she looked, she came off right there, and then uh, following that match, Emma, you ready for this? Tony Storm, who I know is one of your favorites. Uh, Took took on uh, Io Shirai for the uh, winner of the May Young Classic uh, tournament. Twenty eight. Yeah, Tony Storm's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I'm you know, right. uh, I I I, th- I thought the match was good. It was a, it was a little yeah. short. I thought maybe right. But you know, I saw I one I saw this complaint. Earlier today, on I think it was mm. Facebook, on a and somebody said that this match 
could have used another, and I quote, 10 minutes. 10 to 20 minutes. What? And, and in my brain, I'm thinking, sir, do you know how long a 30-minute long professional wrestling match is to somebody that has never seen those people before? Because let me tell you something. I watched the pay-per-view from this point on with my mother. My mother watches Monday Night Raw every Monday because she's off. She watches SmackDown when she can, if she's off. uh, The restaurant she works at is closed every Monday, every Monday of the year. It's a thing. Uh, So that's never within question. So she watches Monday Night Raw every Monday, and she has been doing that for years. Uh, Tuesday night SmackDown, she can if she gets a Tuesday night off. Uh, Pay-per-view, she can if she has that night off. So basically, she's a hardcore fan that will watch every single time she can, if she can, but she doesn't know how to turn on a computer. She's never been on the internet, period. So she just watches these shows as a hardcore fan. Wait, with, so how does she watch the pay-per-views? If I'm home, I I turn it on and I um, say, here, Mom, look, we're watching the thing. Um, <laughs> it's very, 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 very rare. Uh, most times it's I'm watching the thing and she gets off early and she's in at like 10, 1030 and she sees like the main event and that's it. Um, uh-huh. so like she's a hardcore fan, but she, she doesn't know how to work any of this shit. Uh, so you have to account for that kind of fan and you can't give two girls that mind you, they've been on the May Young classic, but they've never been on Raw. They've never been on SmackDown. Hell, they've never been on NXT. What are you thinking? Giving them thirty fucking minutes? Are you fucking? What are you? What? What? If the weed, if the weed that you're smoking is that good, give me the number to your dealer because goddamn, bro. No, yeah, I actually that's a that's a great point, you know, and I think that gets overlooked by a lot of people because the show where your main event is Rousey and Nikki, you're going to have a lot of uh, casual fans and not so hardcore fans watching, and it's a segment of the audience that's watching the video classic, you know? And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have the broad net out there to capture every but as many as possible with your main event, and then with your undercard, you're supposed to keep your fucking audience there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, 100%. And yeah, and if you look... I will th- Go ahead, Most of the matches, I mean, they, they had, you know, that the Tony Storm match had, had 10 minutes, 20 seconds. Everything else was like 13 minutes, 12 minutes, 16 minutes even. And then Ronda and Nikki only went 14 minutes, 15 seconds. So they were all in the same neighborhood. It's not like anything else, you know what I mean? The only one that was very yeah, the only was thing Charlotte that, and Becky Lynch for 28 minutes. It, yeah, 
Yeah, that's the only yeah. thing that eclipsed it. But everything else was around the same neighborhood. And yes, out of all the matches, that match needed to be the shortest because of it, 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 they, it, people had the least amount of working knowledge of those two individuals. It's just nitpicking, you know. Uh, could they have benefited from another five minutes? Yeah, probably, maybe, if it would have been captivating enough to that broad audience for that long. Um, you run that risk. I think 10 minutes is the magic mark for that because you want to give them enough time, but at the same time, you don't want to give them too much time to make the people turn against it, the, the, the people it also, who may not be acquainted. And it also allows and them be to like, smile. And they're like, yeah. Yo, we don't know these people. Get on with the next match. Fuck this. I don't care. Because that And give them, like... Right. I was going to say, give them, like, Tony and uh, Io Styles. Like, this uh, 10 minutes perfect for them to, like, kind of have a really action-paced match, which is what they did. And I got to say, Io Shirai's uh, springboard sunset flip is, is, uh, is, is a work of art. Yeah, sure. It's a thing of beauty. Absolutely, and and you know what, like, you know, it, you know, like I said, they might have benefited from more time, but at the same time, I think ten minutes is the perfect time for them because it's just enough, but also not enough. Maybe you but know if, what I mean. If you watch the match, so then they'll get more time do... next time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they could do more time on an NXT period or NXT UK or of or yeah. you know something uh and and before we get to the next match is just something that, that like I thought of like I think WWF next year they should just do a pay-per-view every 3 weeks and it should just be every brand gets a match you know like it's it's more like UFC where like a big Whoa. like a uh, you know, like a match in this division, a big match in this division is going to happen at this pay-per-view at that point in time. But before that, we have this pay-per-view where uh, an important match in this division from this brand is going to take place. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally see. Well, like you have a, it could one one like, time it could be like a U.S. title match main event theme or an NXT title match main event theme, right? Yeah, and 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 now that they have the network. They can play with that more than ever. So, like, I feel like with that structure, like, they could probably fuck around like WCW used to at, like, and have a surprise match. Like, they could have, like, like, say they have, like, seven matches per pay-per-view, right, per special mm-hmm. event, and, like, six of them they announce but they have one surprise match every pay-per-view that they don't advertise that people just look forward to. And it could be a thing that, like, what's the surprise match going to be? And it could be literally fucking anything because WWF has the craziest roster of all time right now. But whatever. Uh, And one of those surprise matches could be, holy shit, it's a rematch of the fucking... The of, of the fucking uh, Mae Young Classic, Io Shirai, yeah. and uh, you, you know, like what the fuck? And they could get 
17 minutes, and it would be yeah. dope. Because why not? Well, speaking of, of time and, and timing and, and booking times correctly and stuff, we got about 15 minutes left. So if we could cram in, oh, shit. <laughs> if we could possibly cram in uh, the remainder of the matches in the next 15 minutes or so, that that would be. Let's let's see if we can right. do that. So we had the six women tag match. We had Riot Squad against uh, Bailey, Sasha, and uh, Natalia. I think Riot Squad yeah. worked really well as a cohesive unit. Um, that was kind of my big takeaway from the match. Yeah, I buy those three as as a unit and as you know, friends watch each other's back, that kind of thing. Like I really buy them as, as looking out for each other. It's, it's yeah, very it's, and it's true. It's, and it's true to life. That's how they are in real life, and that's how they are in in the ring. And it, and I think that's always great to see a transition from from those relationships they have. You know. Yeah. Go um, ahead and. Uh, uh yeah, I mean that's a match that I have like at least to say about because like you know it, it I mean it was a good match. Uh, I mean I don't disagree with anything you guys said, but like uh, it was pretty much exactly what I thought it was gonna be uh, a good uh, WWF six person tag. Those are never bad, uh, and the people that were in the match are not bad either. So not surprised. The finish was a lot of fun too. Who stood out to you yeah, most in the match? Like, who's your favorite out of the six that was in that match? To me, uh, I'm all, um, hmm. yeah, either either of you guys. I mean, I think Liv had a, a little bit of a standout, and I and she had a tweet that said she felt something that night that she never felt in that ring. So, like, I guess hmm. she's really starting to. Uh, Kind of, she was having one of those moments as a professional wrestler that you really feel what you're doing in that ring, and I think that goes into that sisterhood and and being those two girls are good people for her to be with and learning from, you know, for someone that's more novice to this compared to Ruby Riot or Sarah Logan. Yeah, I'm almost done to you out of those. That's cool. Yeah, cool with me. Like, uh, I don't know. This was a match that, like, I was, like, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about, like, how about I the next match? I, I, I feel that. I can understand that. It didn't really have too much hype. It was kind of, it felt like a, a little bit of a filler match. But one match that certainly did not feel like that, I believe, was uh, Io Shirai against Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, I think... The purpose of debuting uh, uh, Maria, uh, I, I don't want to mess their names up, Maria Shafir and the other girl, um, Justin yeah. and Duke, I thought that was a cool way to do it. And I think we're going to see, this is my prediction, I think we're going to see Eero and Kyrie Sane team up against those two girls, and, uh, and then you could have a little faction war there. Well, you got to imagine eventually they're going to they're do that four-horse women versus four horsewomen thing, maybe on the next women's pay-per-view. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they don't have a schedule yet or anything, but to me that seems like uh, the lot is supposed to pop to go. Yeah, I could see that happening like a year from now. Yeah, if Ronda's still Yeah, around. man, who knows? Like, uh, that match was good, though. Like, it was another match. Like, uh, my mom, like, hadn't seen, like, either of those two chicks before. 
And, like, it was funny because, like, I asked her, I was like, who do you think was going to win between uh, Tony Storm and uh, Io Shirai? And she was like, you know, like, there's been a lot of Japanese people winning shit this year. <laughs> so, that, that is like, which is true. And, and then she was very surprised when Tony Storm won. So then when... Uh, when Shayna Baszler won, like, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, whoa. Kind of like double, you know what I mean? Like, when you have Asuka and uh, Nakamura going over so heavy, it just looks yeah. that, like, like, I could understand why my mom thought that either Kyrie Sane or Eero Shirai was going to win, and neither one of them did. And that's kind of fucking hilarious to me. I don't know if I saw it. I mean, I, I knew the match was going to be good, and they had a really good story going behind it. The rivalry has been competitive and intense. Um, I didn't, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, it made sense having the, the other girls debut. And I could see them doing some really fun stuff with them and Theo uh, and Kyrie Sane getting involved. So the next match was the last women's standing match with Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Um, a lot of people are saying this is the match of the night, that this is the best uh, women's match of the year. Some are saying it's the best, one of the best WWE main roster matches of the year. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I this was uh, Amo, as you like to say, this was some good professional wrestling, was it not? Uh, yeah, this was very good professional wrestling. Uh, there were some people that I feel like got a little bit out of hand in terms of their praise for it, in terms of calling it perhaps the greatest last person standing match in WWF history, which is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as I believe, John Cena versus Umaga still occurred oh. at Royal Rumble 2007. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I don't think that match is ever going to be touched in terms of that stipulation. So well, as far as we have that confirmed, and uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte, as good as they did, they did not Pinnacle or that plateau. Um, also, uh, people calling this perhaps the WWF match of the year, or perhaps the WWF women's match of the year, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, listen, let me tell you what. This match, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch, was very, very good. I will not take away from this match at all whatsoever. But what I will say is that this match was not the best match on the show. And if you would like to get my feelings on the best match of the show, we will have to get to the next match which occurred on the show. So then, please take it from here. Wait, so real quick, before you had Joe, you felt like because of the... uh conditions of this pay-per-view and of this show that a lot of people have given overpraise for that. Would you agree with that? That, like, it had that, like, as people like to say, where, oh, it didn't happen. If it, it happened in Japan, it gets extra stars type of vibe. <laughs> do, you agree, do you agree with that? 
uh, I yeah, don't basically along the lines understand. that it's like you just it's like you just said, Emil. Like uh, you know, Becky and Charlotte was very good. Getting like an extra helping of praise, like you said, just because of the conditions that took place under at the women's pay per view, the first ever women's pay per view. And I just see people no, tweeting I, like I, best but, match. But, but, you, but know. you know what? That that's 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 not even what I'm suggesting here. Um I'm suggesting that for a majority of the people this was the best match on the show and I cannot fault them for that because this match was very good for the style in which it was wrestled in. Uh, but I I will say at the same time that some people jumped to big conclusions. Um, yeah. And, and I don't think that's necessarily fair. I think there could be a bit of, uh, uh, like, recency bias or maybe the fact that it was a women's pay-per-view and this was a match that yeah. took place on it, that it's over-amplified. You know, it could be that as well. But it was a good, it was a very, very good match. And those two uh, went above and beyond, I feel like, uh, providing a very good match within that construct. Uh, But with that said, for a lot of people giving it the grandiose praise that they are, I feel like the match that uh, followed this was a bit better. All right, and so, I mean, let's, uh, let's get to it. It's Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. What did you guys think? I, I like, like you said, I thought this was a good, good match. Ronda Rousey's been doing, uh, I think, a great job so far. She's at Kurt Angle levels, I think, for in terms of how quickly she's adapting and picking this up. Yeah. I mean, Ronda Rousey to me is up there in terms of Kurt Angle, Junakiyama, and Owen Hart in terms of just Brock Lesnar getting it immediately. Brock yeah. Lesnar, yeah, he's another one for sure. Uh, those five are probably like the top five within like the modern era in terms of last 30 years. Owen Hart, Junakiyama. Brock Lesnar. Does Owen count? Ronda Rousey. I feel like Owen probably was just wrestling his whole life now. And Kurt Angle, yeah. What's that? I don't think I don't think it's fair to put Owen in there. I mean, I, I imagine he was around it his whole life and started super young. No, but I mean, like Kurt Angle came talking? from legit wrestling. Like, like Ronda Rousey off. came from judo. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just in terms of taking to the sport, I mean, because, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, Greg Gagne was around the sport for a long-ass time, and he's no Owen Hart. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, like, uh, Eric David Watt, Flair. David Flair, you mm-hmm. know, well, uh, they probably weren't actually around the sport. They were considering their dads were never around or whatever, you know? So that's, those aren't fair to count. 
Whereas Owen, I'm imagining this guy growing up in the dungeon and, you know, there's a wrestling mat in his basement. At some point, there should be a a call-in show where we discuss who the best, you know, second or third generation guys are. Because now you have Cody Rhodes, you know, taking it so above and beyond and joining that list of the top second generation guys, I think. But that's way off topic. But that's not what it's about, though. It's about Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey certainly is, like, picking it up real quick. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and, and just to go back on the Owen Hart thing, like, if you take that away, like, you can take that away from Owen Hart because look at how long, like, Kurt Angle is an Olympic gold medalist. How long right. was he around on the maps for? And he was a natural in pro wrestling. And if that's your guideline, then whether it's... Yeah, but he's also, oh, he's, or getting or what, insights and, he's also getting insights no, into but, pro wrestling. No, but the dungeon... But the dungeon wasn't much of it wasn't a professional wrestling ring. It was stupid. It wasn't a school, with yeah. Kids and shit. You know what I mean? Like it, like it's it's like they probably went through the same shit to a different degree. You know, they they probably went to differing levels of the same shit. One thing about uh, what, what are you that, yeah. I was gonna say one thing about Rhonda that people might not realize is, you know, it kind of looks like, hey, she jumped right in, she's a natural this quick and everything like that, but really she was dicking around with pro wrestling for a while, and then she was actually training in Orlando with NXT, you know, behind closed doors where people ever know about it. Yeah, that was like when uh, Kurt Angle was doing shots in Memphis and stuff. In Memphis, and yeah. not taking anything like, away from her at all, but I would say, I would put the Rock more, over uh, Owen in terms of, I would give, I would put the Rock over Owen because. His was more of a, a straight transition into wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, he, the I Rock mean, was better earlier. But the Rock was in the yeah, ring with Tom for like a few weeks, and then he was, you know, all of a sudden and, he was wrestling in, in Memphis and on WWE cards. But also, all of us are discounting Barry Windham, so none of us have any credibility, really. So <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Can't forget the great Barry um, and, 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 and also, none of us are really talking about Dustin Rhodes either. So like, oh, yeah. that, that's like double lack of credibility. Uh, so, like, you know. But speaking of which, though, uh, Nikki Bella is kind of the opposite of that. Um, it took her a little bit of time to kind of really get her groove, but I think she's She's definitely gotten up there um, in terms of, like, uh, her abilities and where she's come from and stuff. I do, too. Oh, my God. You guys. They both took that, that, you know, time off or whatever. But before they went on that little sabbatical, I thought Nikki Bella was, was tremendous. She was really, like you said, getting her groove and everything like that. And now it seems like with last night's show, she, she's right back into it. I'll tell you something. Uh, Nikki Bella has been one of my favorite professional wrestlers for about five years now. Uh, and that's not even like I'm not even kidding. Uh, like you can probably go back and search my tweets and find proof of it. Um, I've been an active Nikki Bella supporter for quite some time, and um, I think it's great that uh, she was able to be in the main event of this show against Ronda Rousey, who is somebody who is a natural for this. 
and it's and it's and 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 for the people who want to cry and bitch and moan that Ronda and Nikki was the main event. Um, in, in case they don't understand what professional wrestling is, it's, yeah. it's a medium in which uh, people uh, put on a show for the most amount of people possible. So if you promote a show that has uh, Ronda Rousey, who is the most widely known mixed martial artist who is a woman against a star of a reality TV show on the E! Network. Why are you not going to have that be the main event? Are you people fucking mental? Yes, I understand that Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair might be a Ugh, they might deserve it. Like, okay, shut the fuck up. You guys don't know how business works, you idiots. Like, yeah, I mean, like you know, there's either a way. reason why. There's a fucking reason why Mr. T wasn't fucking off in the mid card of WrestleMania one. Exactly. No, he was in the main event of the shit. Yeah, but what well, does yeah, deserve should... even really mean? I mean, if they want to say, hey, she deserved it, she deserved it. But then again, Charlotte's only been around for like four or five years, right? So, I mean, if you want yeah. to quantify it by length length of, of a career, she hasn't even been around that long. But you know, She's fantastic, but, 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 but I mean, what are we talking about? Okay, but, okay, they deserve this. But you know what? When Charlotte and Becky get the most amount of time by a landslide, yeah, they double. also got what they deserve too. You understand what I mean? Yeah, like yeah they deserve the amount of time that they got to do their thing, in lieu of not being the main event. When and they got the same they, they got the same amount of praise they would have gotten if it were the main event or not. You know, right? It doesn't matter. Like, and, um, like, they like it really they had the most memorable match too. No, and, but, and I, I but, think that uh, I mean you 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 we wouldn't be this pay per view. I don't think would have happened had it not been for Ronda's contribution to female combat sports. Um, I think that goes without question. Absolutely, so, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like even yeah, in that's, the UFC, that's 100% days. accurate. Like yeah. even in the UFC days, so you can't even say that Ronda doesn't even deserve it because like look what Ronda did like. For like, like you said, combat sports. Like she broke that barrier in UFC mad long ago when she became a draw. You know what I mean? Like, well, we got about uh, we got about ninety seconds here to wrap it up. So uh, thank uh, you guys for both coming on and and talking shop and everything. Uh, real quick, can I just say that uh, Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey was A, a dream match for me and B, it totally delivered and it was like my favorite match yeah. of the night and uh, it's one of my favorite matches of the year and uh, uh put this over real quick uh, I really liked when uh, Nikki Bella had Ronda Rousey in the abdominal stretch and then kept turning it into a different hold when Ronda Rousey was trying to get out of it. I thought that was a really cool, cool piece of nuanced professional wrestling, how yeah. Ronda Rousey, the supposed better wrestler, was trying to counter it, but Nikki Bella, the supposed worst wrestler, was countering her wrestling with wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was fucking cool beautiful. Stuff. So uh, yeah, well, I love that match, and it was everything I ever wanted it to be. I'm out.
historic national well, freshman got, wrestling uh, show. I'm sorry? Historic night for professional wrestling, that's all I said. <laughs> well, both of you guys uh, want to plug your shit and everything before we uh, we have to cut it off here. At JGEORGE489. Yeah. That's yeah. J-G-E-O-R-G-E-489 on Twitter. Catch me there. Catch me and uh, Emil at CZW Night Event for me November 9th, 10th, right? 10th. Emil knows. November 10th. And because the 9th is Pro Wrestling After Dark. Pro Wrestling After Dark. Jay George also on that uh, in Vineland, New Jersey. I'll be on commentary for that show. Uh, that should be fucking in. crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm advertised as being intoxicated on commentary, so I got to be in my bag <laughs> for that. So y'all should check out for that. And then next night is uh, CCW Night of Infamy in Voorhees at the Coliseum. Uh, that is on uh, November the 10th. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, T-H-E-E-M-I-L-J-A-Y-V-M-L-J. That's me, Howler Abby. Peace. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. And, and catch me in Emil, like I said, uh, Two nights a week on patreon.com slash Joe Feeney, and we're also putting out a free uh, watch along weekly on the Creative Control with Joe Feeney feed. And that's about it. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll, we'll probably do this every couple weeks or something like that. So so keep an eye on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Conan, and you'll find out when. All right, cool, guys. Thanks a lot for, uh, for, for calling in and taking the time to hang out. Absolutely, man. It was fun. Let's do it again. Oh, we will, man. All right, man. Take care, guys. All right. I like chatting about the wrestling. (laughs) That's all.